everyone wants to get more sleep, and there are a ton of different sleep hacks out there, noise machines, meditation, earplugs, which I do, but you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl & Branch. We have Bowl & Branch sheets in our house. They're in white. They are so soft. In fact, we say all the time, but they really do get softer with every wash. And the sheets also come in a really pretty box, kind of wrapped up like a present just for you. They feel buttery and breathable to start. And again, as Motion and I always say, they get softer with every wash. Best of all, it feels a little bit luxurious every time you slip into bed. These best-selling sheets are also made with the finest 100% organic cotton. They are completely free from toxins, soft yet super breathable. There's a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash them, style them, and sleep in them for an entire month. And if you don't really love them, you could send them back right away. And again, they're made without toxins. There's no synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde, and other harsh chemicals. So sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use the promo code MONEWS at bowlandbranch.com. That is Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. That promo code MONEWS, M-O-N-E-W-S, for 15%, 15% off your order. All right, everyone, let's do this. It's Friday, October 14th. I'm Mosh Wanunu, and you're listening to the Mo News Podcast. This is the place where we bring you just the facts from verified sources and a breakdown of what matters in the news. We read all the news and read between the lines so you don't have to. Here are a few of the stories that we're watching on this Friday. It looks like the efforts to slow down inflation haven't quite worked yet. We got some new numbers yesterday on what the month of September looked like, and the prices keep going up. We'll also have the details on the final January 6th committee meeting yesterday. They dropped some new evidence about how far back in 2020 Trump decided he was going to declare victory regardless of the election results. They also dropped a subpoena on him yesterday. We're getting some signs from Ukraine that they could be on the verge of another major victory against the Russians. Some of the Russians are trying to escape right now. I'll have that. We could soon be seeing a grocery store mega merger in the U.S. between two of America's largest brands. The FDA put out a major warning yesterday on a massive Adderall shortage in the U.S. And it's official. Netflix is going to be rolling out commercials soon. It'll be a slightly cheaper package. I'll tell you about all the new tiers and when they're going to be released here in the U.S. And before we get started here, a reminder that it's a double podcast edition Friday. We'll have an extra bonus edition out later today. It's my interview with two political experts, two elections experts, Major Garrett and David Becker. They have a new book out called The Big Truth. Uh, It is really, really interesting stuff, actually somewhat concerning stuff, but important stuff when it comes to where our politics lie these days and the state of American democracy and all the civil war talk. How real is it and how would that play out? They take me through that scenario. I think you will find it fascinating. So make sure to look out for that in the podcast feed today. Okay, let's start with inflation. We got fresh data out on Thursday. It showed that consumer prices climbed far more quickly than expected and a key measure climbed to a 40-year high. We learned that overall inflation climbed 8.2% for the year through September. That is more than what economists expected. Now, it's slightly slower than August. August saw an 8.3% increase in inflation over the previous year. September is 8.2%, but the rate still is extremely high. Remember that normal typically lies in the 2 to 3% range. And they tend to break down these numbers in a number of ways. There's one number called core index inflation. That's stripping out fuel and food, which tend to be pretty volatile. The core number is at 6.6%, meaning everything beyond fuel and food went up 6.6% 
over last year. That was a fresh peak for the core index this year and the fastest pace of an annual increase since 1982. It seems like the price of everything is up significantly over last September. So when you look at this September over last September, airline fares up 43%, utility gas 33%, eggs 30%, chicken 17%, milk 15%, uh, fruit 8%, women's apparel 7.6%, men's apparel 3.7%. That was pretty notable. A number of you messaged me on Instagram. You're like, women's uh, apparel is up nearly double over men's apparel when you look at uh, inflation to inflation there, which uh, some people call a pink tax. And that's something I'm going to look further into as to why the prices there are going up double over men's clothing. This all comes as the Federal Reserve is set to meet in November. They were planning to increase interest rates again because they're trying to tamp down these prices, trying to dry up money from the economy. At the same time, though, these numbers indicate that the Fed does have its work cut out for it, and we could be seeing interest rates continue to rise for at least several months more to come. The markets, the stock markets, didn't quite know what to do with this number. Initially, they sort of collapsed yesterday, and then they had a rally. So we'll continue to watch uh, how the stock market reacts and how they're trying to basically digest all of this inflation news. That news came as we also learned yesterday that the 65 million recipients of Social Security in this country will be receiving a boost in their benefits in 2023. Now, the government does do this annually. They call it a cost of living increase, COLA for short. And so uh, in this case, all beneficiaries of Social Security will see an 8.7% boost in their benefits next year. This is actually in a historic increase, but that's really all due to inflation. It's not like they're going to be uh, really swimming in money here, that increase basically is going to go to basically live in a more expensive America. What this means for the average person on Social Security means that they will be receiving about $140 extra a month when you annualize that. You're looking at you know just under $1,500 more in 2023 versus 2022. But there are concerns out there that if inflation continues at this rate, that even that increase won't do much for them next year. Okay, we were watching another big story out of Washington on Thursday. That was the final hearing of the January 6th committee. Uh, they've been meeting all year, looking into what happened that day around the insurrection, the before, the during, the after, what was being said at the White House, what was planned, and was there potential criminal conduct? Well, they had their final official hearing before midterm elections. Uh, they'll be doing a report after the midterms, and they promised some new evidence yesterday, and we did get some. That included a brand new video. I posted this on uh, my Instagram account, a seven-minute video of top Democrats and Republicans. This is Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell. Uh, really, you can see fear gripping them. This video was taken in the hours as people started to get inside the Capitol. You can see them urgently calling military officials, asking for help asking for security as these people are invading the Capitol and they're hearing reports that they might be bringing violence to congressmen. They're, they're hearing about potential kidnappings, et cetera, all these various plans. And so they're urgently calling the Pentagon. They're calling the Department of Homeland Security. They're calling uh, the acting attorney general. It's really remarkable video. Uh, at one point, you see Pelosi and Schumer. And again, this is Democrats and Republicans. They're all freaked out at this point on January 6th in the afternoon there. At one point, you see Pelosi and Schumer calling acting attorney general Jeffrey Rosen. They're asking him to beg President Trump to call his supporters off. Many of these calls, by the way, coming from Democrats and Republicans uh, were going to government officials like DOD, et cetera, because they were getting the silent treatment from the White House, or they were saying the president doesn't want to do anything. So they felt like they had to take things into their own hands to ask for support. A couple other major headlines from the final meeting of the January 6th committee, they officially voted to subpoena former President Trump. It is a pretty unprecedented move to compel a former president to testify under oath before Congress. I mean, it has happened uh, over the last century. Gerald Ford is an example. He had to testify 
over uh, his pardon to Richard Nixon. And so it would be a pretty remarkable sight to see former President Trump uh, testify before this committee. Uh, they did subpoena him. It is pretty likely that he will refuse to testify and fight the subpoena. He could actually hold this up in court for a while. And something to remember here is that if Republicans win in the midterm elections and take the House majority, they will officially disband this committee. They've actually talked about running their own committee. So I guess there's a scenario where former President Trump could testify, but he'd be testifying before Jim Jordan, Kevin McCarthy, uh, and Republicans and probably get pretty friendly treatment. Either way, they have officially subpoenaed Trump. That's the headline you're seeing. The headline I'm telling you is it's pretty unlikely that Liz Cheney is grilling him anytime soon. One other major thing we learned from the committee in their hearing on Thursday is how far back Trump's plan to declare victory went. We learned in testimony from his former campaign manager to the January 6th committee that apparently as far back as July 2020, four months before the election, Trump was planning on declaring victory regardless of the election results. The committee also showed us footage for the first time of Steve Bannon and Roger Stone, uh, both former Trump advisors, both folks that he basically commuted or pardoned from crimes during his presidency. Uh, they both were talking about how the game plan was for Trump to prematurely declare victory regardless of the results. Roger Stone says in some of the footage we saw on Thursday, quote, I suspect the results will still be up in the air. When that happens, the key thing to do is to claim victory. Possession is nine tenths of the law. No, we won. F you. We've seen thousands of hours of footage. Uh, these hearings have gone on. There have been multiple sessions going through the spring, the summer, and now this session in the fall. But the committee itself does not have the power to charge anyone. It can only make recommendations to the U.S. Department of Justice. Republican Liz Cheney, she's been a huge critic of Trump. She's actually losing her seat. Uh, she lost it in the primary because of her criticism of Trump, said that the accountability must go beyond the Trump supporters, some of whom invaded the Capitol and are going to jail, that the government can't just punish the, quote, foot soldiers who stormed the Capitol, but she also wants the people who push them, the people who plan this to be held accountable at some point. So now all eyes are going to be on the Justice Department, on Biden's Attorney General Merrick Garland to see whether uh, they will be charging anyone in the Trump orbit, anyone uh, at the White House, including former President Trump. So that's something to be looking out for over the course of the next few months. Okay, we got some news out of Florida on the Parkland school shooting on Thursday. A jury recommended that Nicholas Cruz get life in prison for killing 17 people over at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School back in 2018. Cruz had already pled guilty, so what the jury really had to decide here was uh, what to do with Nicholas Cruz. Are they going to give him the death sentence or are they going to give him life in prison? And they basically went through the 17 counts for the 17 uh, people he murdered at the Parkland school and decided, due to the circumstances they heard, that they were going to give him life in prison. Cruz's attorneys told the jury, yes, he did do the crimes. He did murder those 17 people. But they argued against giving him a death sentence, saying he had a troubled upbringing, uh, allegations that his biological mother abused drugs and alcohol while she was pregnant with him. And it appears that the jury agreed with that argument, saying, yes, uh, he committed heinous crimes, cruel crimes, but there are mitigating circumstances uh, that his childhood was really, really bad. And so they decided against giving him the death penalty. As the verdict was being read on Thursday, you could watch this footage. Many parents were shaking their heads, uh, really upset that the jury had decided against the death penalty. Lori Alhadef and her husband, Ilan, they lost their 14-year-old daughter, Alyssa, in the Parkland school shooting. They said afterwards they were disgusted by the jury's recommendation for life in prison without parole instead of giving him the death penalty. The father, Ilan, spoke to the media afterwards and told them, quote, you set a precedent for the next mass killing by not going ahead with the death penalty. 
Okay, before we get to the rest of the day's news, I wanna take a quick ad break here. This really is big news as we continue to grow this podcast. We have our first big sponsor this week, that's Athletic Greens. I just started taking their AG1 supplement powder a couple weeks ago, and I'm very excited to share my experience with you. So last year, I was feeling a bit sluggish. I ended up meeting with a nutritionist. They ended up prescribing me a whole regiment of vitamins, some to take at breakfast, some for lunch, and some for dinner. It really is a lot of pills to keep track of and has gotten a bit expensive. My goal was to replace some, if not all of those supplements, and I have been able to do that now with just one scoop of the AG1 powder. I had one this morning. You just throw a scoop of the powder into a glass of water, and it's really that simple. The AG1 powder contains 75 important ingredients, tons of vitamins, minerals. It also has pre and probiotics to support gut health. All of this really combines for a strong immune system as we head into cold and flu season. Really view it as your nutritional insurance policy. So we're excited to have Athletic Greens and their AG1 powder as our sponsor here on the Mo News Podcast. And we have some extra good news if you're a Mo News listener. If you head right now to athleticgreens.com backslash Mo News, they have a special offer for listeners. In addition to the monthly deal for the AG1 powder at less than $3 a day, you will also get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1. Again, the website is athleticgreens.com backslash monews, M-O-N-E-W-S, to learn all about what AG1 can do for your health and take advantage of this offer. Again, you get those 75 important ingredients with that powder daily for just about $3 a day, along with a special Mo News offer here, a one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. Okay, we're back here with a few more headlines as we head into the weekend. Some of you may be planning to do some grocery shopping this weekend, and we got some major news out of that world on Thursday. It turns out that Kroger is in discussions with the smaller rival Albertsons to merge. That combination, Kroger and Albertsons, could unite the two largest supermarket operators in the U.S. A deal, if it goes down and if the government allows it and says it's not a monopoly, would create a new grocery giant operating thousands of stores across the U.S. It will end up ranking, if these two get together, as one of the country's biggest employers with hundreds of thousands of workers. A reminder that Kroger is the largest supermarket operator in the country with about two dozen brands that includes Fred Meyer, Ralph's, King Supers, uh, Harris Teeter, as well as the Kroger brand. So Kroger has about 2,800 stores in 35 states. And then you have Albertsons, which has about 20 brands under it, including the Albertsons brand. They also have Safeway, Tom Thumb, and Acme. Albertsons has 2,200 supermarkets in 34 states. Either way, you can't go far in this country without going to an Albertsons brand or a Kroger brand. So it'll be pretty interesting to watch to see whether the government allows these two to get together. Okay, let's head abroad here for an update from Ukraine, where it looks like Ukraine continues to be on the move here. We're learning on Thursday that the Russian-installed head of one of the occupied regions, that's Kherson, is begging leaders in Moscow to help evacuate residents. You might recall that Russia has annexed four Ukrainian regions. They've installed basically puppets to run those regions. In this case, Kherson, this is a key region in the south. Uh, the head of that region is basically saying, listen, the Ukrainians are on the way please help me evacuate loyal Russian uh, people who live here back into Russia. It's a clear indication that the uh, counteroffensive by the Ukrainians is picking up steam and they might have days before uh, Ukraine continues to make significant advances to take back their country. Kherson is a huge region in the south. Actually, Russia has occupied it since March uh, and, of course, claimed to annex it after staging a uh, vote that has been widely regarded as a sham. Most of these 
votes saw 95 to 99 percent of the people living there vote to join Russia, though I've shared with many of you the videos of the Russian soldiers going around at gunpoint telling, hey, you need to vote in this referenda on whether to join us. Well, after nearly six months of occupation, the Ukrainian forces broke through the Russian front lines at the beginning of uh, September, and they continue to make major progress there. Western military officials who are speaking to the Wall Street Journal estimate that Ukraine could take another significant portion of that region as soon as next week. Okay, back here at home, we heard a warning from the FDA on Thursday. They are declaring a nationwide shortage of Adderall. You might know Adderall as a medication used to treat ADHD. It has surged in demand in recent years uh, among children, among adults, and there actually have been a number of concerns that it is being abused. In its declaration that there is now a shortage of Adderall, the FDA noted that one maker of the drug, that is Teva Pharmaceuticals, has had manufacturing delays, and that comes, as I mentioned, there's just been surging demand for the pill in recent years. To give you a sense of the scope of how many people in America are taking Adderall or generic equivalent prescriptions, total prescriptions rose by about 16% last year to 41.2 million people. That is nearly 7 million more than we're taking it just in 2019. The FDA recommended that patients taking Adderall talk to their doctors to find alternative treatments, but it might be challenging to find those alternatives because Adderall contains the stimulant amphetamine. It is a controlled substance and highly regulated, so it is very difficult for pharmacies to quickly pivot and carry new brands. By the way, one other reason for the shortage in Adderall, there's been a huge crop of telehealth startups in recent years. They flourished during the pandemic. Many of them have been prescribing Adderall and other drugs to patients in unknown quantities. So experts believe that that is one of the reasons why we're seeing this shortage here. Okay, I have some other news for you from the FDA on Thursday, but this one has to do with the cereals you're eating for breakfast in the morning. According to a new rule the agency put out, food products regulated by the FDA must now contain certain criteria to be labeled as quote unquote healthy. So they've had an issue uh, in recent years that everybody's calling something healthy and the FDA has decided we should put rules behind healthy. And so what they're saying now is that in order to be able to put the word healthy on your food product, it now has to align with the FDA's updated nutrition facts label, as well as current dietary guidelines for Americans. And one of the things that's catching a lot of our attentions is which cereals are now allowed and which cereals are no longer allowed to call themselves healthy. And a few of these names might surprise you. Okay, is everyone ready for this list? Because I myself was shocked by a couple of these. Here are seven cereals that can no longer call themselves healthy according to the FDA. Raisin Bran, Special K, Corn Flakes, Honey Nut Cheerios, Honey Bunches of Oats, Frosted Mini Wheats, and Life. Okay, so maybe we're not surprised by Frosted Mini Wheats or Honey Bunches of Oats, but the fact that Raisin Bran and Special K can't call themselves healthy anymore, I think is pretty remarkable knowing how they've been marketing themselves for the better part of two or three decades. You can head to the FDA website if you're curious as to whether your favorite cereal, uh, we all have them, uh, can still call itself healthy, but officially according to the agency, cereals have to contain three-fourth ounces of whole grains and no more than one gram of saturated fat, 230 milligrams of sodium, and two and a half grams of added sugars. That sugar element is key here that you can't have more than two and a half grams of sugar because it turns out Raisin Bran has nine grams of added sugar, Special K, four grams of added sugar, Life, eight grams of added sugar. Honey Nut Cheer is 12 grams of added sugar. I guess that one's not as surprising. But even Corn Flakes, which doesn't feel like it's that sweet of a cereal, four grams of added sugar. So it doesn't quite meet the healthy bar by the FDA. If Raisin Bran isn't considered healthy anymore, then I'm gonna go back to a couple of my faves, uh, Golden Grams and Honeycomb. 
Okay, let's end here with a bit of Netflix news. I imagine a number of you plan to stream some shows and movies this weekend. Netflix has now officially announced its new ad-supported tier, meaning you're going to get commercials uh, starting as soon as November 3rd for the new cheapest tier of Netflix, which is going to be $6.99 a month. Netflix is calling it the basic with ads tier. Uh, it'll include an average of four to five minutes of commercials each hour, and it will not give you the ability to download movies or TV series. Now, for years, Netflix was saying, we're never going to do ads. You know, that's not what we do. We're more premium. But the issue they face coming out of COVID, a bunch of people got Netflix during COVID. And then after COVID, they haven't been able to grow like they were before. And of course, the price point for some of us getting at the $15 range for the non-ad tier uh, has gotten beyond the pales, especially if you're adding it to a uh, Disney Plus package and a Hulu package and an Apple package and all the various streamers that are out there. And so what has happened is that in the past year to year and a half, Netflix has basically said, okay, fine. We're going to figure out how to have a commercials option. What the company is trying to do here is to reach out to people who can afford $6.99 a month, which is you know just under $100 a year, as opposed to the $15 a month package they had for others. It comes at a key time for the company because it turns out that in both the first quarter and second quarter of this year, they actually lost subscribers for the first time. Now, Netflix is still sitting pretty. They have 221 million subscribers globally. But the big issue that uh, the stock market wants, that the investors want, is growth. How do you keep growing? How do you keep growing? So Netflix has finally acquiesced after all these years. They're going to have this commercial option. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, by the way, if you want to go to this cheaper option and you're willing to sit through those commercials, you will also be getting a lower quality stream of video. And this might be important to some of you if you're into sports or, uh, or action movies, etc., where you really love the picture. The video resolution for Netflix's advertising tier, the cheaper tier, will be 720p rather than the 1080p that uh, you get with the uh, standard plan, the $15 a month plan. Now, as far as timing, this new tier, the cheaper tier, will be available in Canada and Mexico on November 1st, and then here in the US, as well as Australia, uh, France, Germany, Italy, uh, Korea, the UK, uh, two days later on November 3rd. Okay, I want to thank everyone for listening to the Mo News Daily Podcast. A reminder to check out our bonus edition later today. I think if you're into politics, uh, you're into elections, or frankly, if you're just concerned about the state of this country, it's an important conversation to listen to. It'll be out around midday on Friday, so go check out our bonus weekend edition with a deep dive interview. And if you want to make sure not to miss it and you haven't already followed or subscribed to the show, please do that right now on whatever app you're listening to us on, usually there in the upper right corner on the... Uh, Spotify, you can hit the bell. It'll make sure that you follow the show and you're alerted to every new episode we put out. Also, make sure to take a moment today or at some point this weekend to review this show. Every review helps us continue to grow this program. And beyond this podcast, if you just can't get enough of the news and you like it uh, in a variety of formats, we also have a newsletter that goes out regularly, the Mo News newsletter over at monews.bulletin.com. So you can sign up over there. And if you don't follow me on Instagram yet, even though this is where this all kind of started, you can head over there at Moshe at M-O-S-H-E-H for uh, constant coverage 24-7 in your Instagram feed. I'll see everyone back here on Monday.